Hello and welcome back to episode five of our GM Masterclass series, Return to Rokugan with GM Jim McCore. Jim, welcome back to the show. I'm 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 here. I'm I'm alive. You haven't left yet. I have not left yet. Are the walls getting closer? I feel like they're getting closer. <laughs> they are actually, yes. Very slowly, but they're moving a little bit forward. Very I slowly. Extra for that. <laughs> How are we doing, Michael? <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, well into our catacomb plans. Uh, by the well, by the time this comes out again, which catacomb are we talking? Right, about? exactly. But exactly. We're, we're well into our plans. I'll just leave it with that. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm 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 here. I'm excited. We're getting into the the second half of the story. The second half of the first half of numbers are starting to not mean <laughs> anything anymore. But yeah. uh, but exciting things are going to occur this episode. I, I believe so. I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, there's a particular moment that is one of my favorite moments of the entire first series, and I have completely forgotten how we get to it. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited okay, about, wonderful. about, about re- revisiting it. Uh, so just as a quick recap, in case you're jumping in at this part, which would be a bad idea. Terrible idea. Uh, our characters had just fought an Oni. We uh, fished it out of the river. We went back to where it, quote unquote, was its base camp. We discovered another body, an as-of-yet-unidentified one. Caleb's character used his magical talents to draw forth some kami from a jade statue that he got from Daigutsu. And um, it turned out there were actually two kami inside there, which is really unusual. One normal one that we would have expected, and another that was like of a dark-natured black. And uh, we got some information, but... Not very helpful, in my opinion. Uh, and that is where we're going to pick up here. We've ju- the Kami have just basically pieced out. They gave us what they were going to give us and disappeared. And we were still where we had found that as of yet unidentified body. So anything you want to do to set up this particular episode? Uh, no, I'm, I'm curious. I think I know what happens next, but I could be entirely wrong. So. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. The stones and the hill, the area that we're in, these are just standard stones they're not jade there's no traces of anything like as, that as far as you're aware he is gonna think about that very heavily for a moment yeah i mean the the, the body of course is lying face down um again you recognize it clear as day crab armor you, you don't recognize anyone specific would touching the armor count as touching the dead flesh god could i grab the if you poke conversations about dead bodies this yeah, yeah, it's unbefitting of a samurai <laughs> to roll a dead body over, but poking it with a stick, oh, that's definitely okay. Well, my thought was to take, like, my katana and, like, sort of stab in and then use it. To well, I would over. just sheath, perhaps roll it over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with this. Um, okay. okay, so so you use your sheath katana, you roll it over. Again, clearly a dead crab um you you do not recognize him he has been dead for a fair amount of time so not my brother not brother blatantly apparent is a hole has been cut out through his chest where his heart would have been that's why i had him face down recognize him because he's unrecognizable or he's not someone I he's know. just not something you're i mean th- there's over two hundred thousand crab samurai okay. so it's just it normally unless you're directly from them totally missed you're going with the brother even though it's in your family, right. families well, are, are based very... Based on what Daigatsu said earlier, I thought this might have been my brother, because he sort of indicated that he might be dead, or he's mm-hmm. not to think that. So that's what I was thinking I was going to find. Okay, well, at least that's avoided. What is the specific language on this scroll that I received again? 
or was there not specific common? language? Oh, oh, oh you know, as, yeah. as far as what was said? Yeah. It, it was to the Just, gist of... I'm looking for some wiggle room here, because I know that it was definitely telling me to... Uh, just back the spider clan. However, there I could justify it to be do the right thing if it's worded the right way. Uh, the uh, all right. The, the the gist of it was um you, you had the letter from your daimyo said thank you for going mm-hmm. on this mission. Um, we certainly appreciate it. We hope that you will bring clarity to the situation and bring whatever he said, help or something like that to an old friend of the family, Daigotsu Jin. I'm sure you will do the right thing. Yes. I will help him. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by saving his honor, that would be helpful. Oh, by not yes. letting him make a terrible mistake. Most certainly. <laughs> and die before he can get negative honor. <laughs> if you squint and look at honor just the right way. <laughs> it's like the eclipse. If you're in the right place at the right time and looking the right way, right. you can see something. Inspect the area for anything else that might be there first. Is the statue still glowing? It is not. It has not glowed, even if you picked, picked it, up. it up. Oh, Even if you picked it up, it's not glowed again. This is disconcerting. Evidence seems to be strongly falling in favor of tampering specifically by a party that wanted to dam the river. True. The apparent motive would point towards facilitating the building of the temple. Certainly that is the most direct motive. However, extrapolating his words earlier, the temple appears to be merely the tip of his ambition. I believe we are at an impasse currently. On our word, we could assuredly convict and, on our word, condemn this man and his decisions. However, without compelling evidence, I believe we would not win hearts and minds. He is clearly a strong ruler and beloved by his people, which would mean any action against him would most certainly result in battle, which, at least my my mission specifically, is to prevent as I don't believe it would be good for either the spiders or the crabs. However, it's a question of whether or not we could catch him red-handed, so to speak. If we were to go there now, we could accomplish what we needed to accomplish, but it wouldn't be enough to succeed in a larger mission. True. It would be a temporary solution. The core of the problem would continue, and we would only be returning to this debate between the families. Undamming the river would unleash an angry tide. But it would set nature on the correct course once again. Indeed, there are ways we could undam the river at a trickle and slowly ease it back to its natural state. The methodology for which is difficult. It's an insane plan. I have to say, though, there is an image in my mind of a great visual scene where the or excuse me where the spider clan are working on their temple and there's just a slow trickle of water yep. that starts to come in at their feet and then it just slowly starts to build so there no one's washed away exactly no one's uh, in danger but clearly they know about to happen <laughs> and and it's it, it's the funny thing of, of i was immediately starting to prepare for that because i was like that's actually a really good solution to the problem because because the roadblocks I threw in the way is not only is there's the temple itself, but it's okay if, if we just undam this river and water runs down and just sweeps away eight 
uh, spider samurai, they're going to go to war. Like, you just killed eight of our people, and they're coming after you all. The trickle, that's not going to happen. But my first thought is, I go, all right, they're still getting their war party, and they're going towards the dam and going to figure out what's happening, and that's the that's yep. the counter to that. But it was a it was a really good plan. I, I liked it. It didn't end up happening, but I nope. liked it. <laughs> like many good plans. <laughs> like many good plans, it was forgotten almost instantly. <laughs> Again, execution matters. <laughs> the idea is nothing without execution. The three samurai sit and contemplate the fate that they are about to bring upon the region. They have evidence laid out before them. What is their next move? It's a good question. Well, those, that jade statue is a supernatural sensing device We could, because we didn't have it when we first got to town. We got it later. Maybe we could carry it through town and see if it goes off. But why would he give us such a device? Good question. Good question. I'm still not convinced he's the one that we're after. He's the one currently who stands to benefit most from this yeah. river-changing course. But if you want to hang an ambitious man, you give him enough rope. True, but in the hanging, I believe several dozen men will die along with him, which is not what I intend to do. Are there any other leaders uh, of the Spider Clan? Is he the is he the uh, go to person in this area? The only daimyo within this region? Yes. Hmm. No, rivals. I didn't know that, but I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I love him. <laughs> who was the guy we met? The, the first guy, the sickly crab, uh, y- y- Yasuki Fujito, Yasuki. and he is the providence leader for the crab in this area. Yeah. See, I'm not convinced that Yasuki isn't the person behind all of this. Explain your reasoning. I believe that he might have been contaminated based off of his illness early on, and that he may have facilitated this specifically to create a war. That would lead the spiders being excised back out of the empire. That could be a result that crabs would desire. After all, the crabs know warfare, and they are comfortable with warfare. And they want to show themselves superior to their spider brethren that they feel slighted by them coming to their rescue. Indeed, there does appear to be motivation. I suppose he is the sort that would not be strong enough to prove himself right in a duel. And that is probably the eventuality that he fears most. So, oh, there's a lot to talk about here. Are you Ooh. getting excited about oh, this conversation yeah, yeah. is happening? Because <laughs> I remember when we first started this, I talked about how I don't think I did a good job of actually advocating my side. I was there. Yeah, I absolutely was doing my part unknowingly. Uh, and James fell right into the new version of the plan. Yep. James and I are setting this up very well right now. Yes, absolutely. And, and it is for the last, and, and we saw this in the last 10 minutes or so of the previous episode of, of this sort of review review show, as well as what we're listening to now of, there's not a lot of interaction you're hearing from me, the GM. And, and this, is, this is something that gets talked about a lot of my players are just sitting there planning. Like, this is a common thing that happens in tabletop. And... Interestingly, maybe I have a different opinion, and I want to illustrate that opinion with this scene that we see going on right now. I love my players sitting around, as long as they are in character, planning and talking about what they want to do. I'll let it go on forever. Um, Not forever, but a while, because what I'm doing is I'm getting all of these insights into where everyone's standing, what they're interested in, what they want to do. Me as the GM is just smiling so happily. I'm like, they're hook, line, and sinker in. 
they literally just said it. Demato said it. There's a duel. They both acknowledge what side they're on at this point. I go, okay, we're we are solid. Haruma's Haruma's fighting for uh, for the spider, and and Demato's going to be fighting for the crab. We have our duel. It's going to happen on the river. Everything is perfect. Yep. Okay. I I I'm in love with what's happening right now. And and my take on on sort of the the planning and the talking out scenarios is as long as they're doing it in character, as long as they're having fun, as long as they're engaging with the information, it's good and let them go on and do it. I think a lot of times the the problems with these scenes happen because often they're encouraged at the very beginning. Um, this scene would not be interesting. I don't think it would be engaging. I don't think it would be meaningful if it was done in the first 20 minutes of this game, because what do you all have to plan and talk about? Like, well, we're going to conduct the investigation like this, I suppose. Right. Um, you know, and, and you see it with heist games and things like that. If there's not enough relevant information, it's really hard to do. If there is relevant information, giving the players time to digest it within their own minds, and all of this is reminding the GM of what they're thinking of is important. And what I'm not doing is I'm not trying to poke and prod with any like, well, did you think about this? Did you think about this? Did you think about this? Because what I want to hear is what are the aspects of the story that you all have remembered in your own mind? And clearly you think they're important because you're voicing them at this point. So I'm letting this go for a while. And, and honestly, I know this from the back end. This scene actually ran about 15 minutes longer than what it is. James cut a lot in the editing out of this particular scene because there was a lot of recap of like, okay, where do we stand right now and where do we go from here? And I intentionally let that run for a very extended period of time. One of the things that I know I've advocated, and I may have already touched on it in the series and have just forgotten, but if this is the type of scene that as a DM you want to happen, like when you talk about your game, you're like, man, I wish my players would just be in character role-playing with each other. Like, I love that. I want them to do more of it. As the DM, what you need to do is talk less. Mm, yes. These scenes cannot happen unless you allow them to happen, and you allow them to happen by not interjecting or interjecting very specifically and limitedly. If you just let them go, then they're more likely to do it. If every time they start to do it, you sort of shut them down or just move as quickly to the next scene, then it's just not going to happen. You have to give us room to breathe, as it were, in character, before these conversations will happen. Exactly. I, I could not agree more. My, I, I always think I'm doing the less that I talk at the table, the better of a job I'm doing as a DM. Yeah, I would agree with that. You specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it seems unlikely that he would set up a situation that would force his hand in such a matter. And he did not seem eager, as did the spider daimyo, to receive arbitration. Both of them wished to settle this alone. It is worth investigating. Ida, your thoughts? Well, at this point, the evidence trail seems to have concluded. But we do not have a definitive answer. No. We do not have enough to sway the tide on either side. There would be a slim possibility that this statue is a key to something. Indeed. There would be a slim possibility if we returned to the crab homelands that something would reveal itself to us with this new element of investigation. That is also true. I believe for now in this area, we have investigated what we could. And as far as I understand, out of character, mm -hmm. uh, as the people who were sent here to make this decision mm -hmm. and sort of arbitrate, if we 
make an accusation and state what it is, that's sort of that's law, right? That's d- d- definitive. It, it, it is in okay. slightly odd gray area in that people of lower status have been sent to make a ruling on people of higher status. Yeah. But it is accepted that you are doing it on behalf of people of even higher status. So you all were specifically sent to to essentially arbitrate this decision, and it's being accepted that you all decision your decision will be law. Okay. Okay. So another out of character, another consideration is if if we could get each of them alone separately, and tell them that we found the source of the river and it was some sort of natural event. It was like a a rock slide. The one that's most upset about us finding that, like their reaction to that information, might give us. Did they know about we're doing, it? We're doing a King Solomon split the baby and see which mother wants to. Hmm. Yeah. No. There is definitely wisdom in those words. No love for my Old Testament jokes. <laughs> to us discovering truth on either side, assuming both parties were innocent, which is deeply unlikely. I agree. Would probably cause conflict either way. I do not trust our skills to hold back either force should one decide to go to battle. If the crab were to discover that the river had been dammed up, most assuredly their warriors would be riled up, to say the least. If the spider were to discover that this is most certainly not an act of the kami, they would also react. We may not be able to tell what their reaction is based on giving them the information outright. I can't disagree. Again, maybe plan F. Are there other ways <laughs> to determine the source of uh, Maho? Would there be would there be other forms of evidence? Is there a way that you can detect taint in people? I don't have that ability. Hmm. The the one thing you have seen done before, although you don't do it because it's not specifically of your province, but generally speaking, when Jade comes in contact with someone who does have the Shadowlands taint, it tends to singe their skin. And does Maho necessitate taint? Yes. Okay. Casting even one spell and you are corrupted. Well, here is an interesting turn with that revelation. The Spider Clan leader was working with Jade. Bingo. Now, we, we, we have we have interjected the questions that we want to interject, and it, it, it's why everything is, is set up so delicately. Why was he working with Jade? Was this just a weird personality quirk? No, no, it, it was we, we finally hit the, 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 the first big, like, aha, and it still interestingly has questions to it of James, James put it together of, okay, so Jade does this thing. And we didn't learn this till now because this is when it's relevant to learn it. Once the question was asked and he went, oh, shit, you know, that guy that we all are just assuming is clearly the guy who did it. He was working with Jade. How can I deal with that? How can I get it together? And immediately what you all jump on is like, well, hold on. It was an altered form of Jade. So maybe we've got some lead way here. But it immediately puts a big question in the back of the mind of, okay, we know it's Daigotu Jin because he's the bald, scarred, e- he's the evil guy. He's like, the, look he, at him. He has a sign that says evil <laughs> this way. Yes. He has the neon sign above his tent that says evil. 
But now we've been hit with a moment of doubt, not because the neon sign got any less bright, but because suddenly it's like, well, wait a second. If he's evil and he uses blood magic, then he can't work with Jade now. And if he's working with Jade, then he can't do that. So that doesn't make sense. And then what starts creeping in the back of the mind is what, uh, Haruma, what you were saying earlier about, uh, oh, wait, the, the, the leader of the crab is sick and he's sickly and I think he might be corrupted. Now, suddenly, with just a little bit of revelation of of information here, we go, oh, we just dropped the chip on the other side of our our dual stacking plot here. And like now, well, wait a second. Is it Daigotsu Jin? Now we have taken the person that literally has the flashing neon evil sign over his head, and we've made us question whether he is actually the one or not. And I, I think that's where you can play with people's expectations. And, you know, if you watch a movie and they set up very early who the bad guy clearly is, mm-hmm. it's not that person. Right, right, right. Yep. Very rarely anyway. Very it's, rarely. It's usually a red herring. And the person who's obviously evil is usually not. They could be evil. That doesn't mean they did this. Right. And the person who you should be sympathetic to is sometimes the manipulator. And it does kind of fit to this person who's not a good leader, who is sickly, who clearly could not win in a duel themselves could try to create a situation where a champion would come to their side. Yes. And so whether that's what happened or not, as we will see, it is in the realm of possibility and it fits a very political heavy type of game. Exactly. Exactly. However, we do know it is an altered form of jade. Perhaps the inclusion of the dark spirit is what kept that singeing from happening. Indeed. That would indicate to me that there is a far more nefarious purpose behind these events. If one would go so far as to infect an otherwise purifying substance with a dark spirit, Mm. that person must be far more tainted and evil than we have seen. I believe the dark forces stand to gain most by the spider clan and the crab clan warring with one another. I think unity is the solution to many problems. However, there are grave, grave problems that now divide the spiders and the crabs, and both sides have legitimate claim. Ah, but the best way to bring two forces together is against a common foe. Indeed. We must provide evidence of the common foe, be that some wolf in a sheep's clothing, or a larger force separate from both parties. Hida, could you excise the dark spirit from the statue? I do not know if that is within my spellcasting capability. It is. <laughs> it's an innate ability. But I could Hida, certainly... can you excise the dark spirit <laughs> from this easy, statue? Look at that, banishing the spirits. Oh, funny. Because if we can excise it and take it back to um, Daigutsu... He touches it, not realizing it. You'll never say that name right, ever. Yusuke, I got pretty quick. Yeah, Yusuke, yeah. Touching it. It is certainly... Hmm. We will need to call both leaders together to resolve the conflict, have them both in one place. It would be easily possible to get one or both of them to touch the statue, but I believe that is a final move, a final but stroke. Spider and Crab both, upon seeing that evidence of the singeing, would, would immediately unite. react and unite. Indeed. So now we've invented a third force. Yes. <laughs> yes, you have. An extreme use of my influence and abilities, I certainly could attempt it. 
I believe we'll sort that as plan D. (laughs) First, there is more investigation to be done. And perhaps it seems that neither of us are intimately familiar with the leaders of this area, but we could glean information by speaking to those close to them. That sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you all are three still out in the woods, having a nice long debate. Where do we stand? What do we want to do? I kind of feel like we should have you try to excise early, because if it doesn't work, then that's no longer any plan because it didn't work. If it does work, then it's in our back pocket the whole time. That's fair. If we're out here not being observed by anyone. We've obviously been standing here for an hour talking, and (laughs) no one's interrupted us. Worst case, like Flash Gordon, you throw like a football and make the guy catch it. (laughs) You know? Okay. It's not a Flash Gordon. Yeah. Flash! Ah, ah! The story of Flash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moment. I had no idea how we set that up I either. I can't remember how we got there. I love that joke. Normally what you have to do is, again, do a sense spell, but you're already aware of it. Um, so what you must do to... Try- and as I explained the mechanics, we talked about this in one of the previous episodes. Of we, we have those lighthearted moments because there's so much tension, and the thing is to do accept them. Lean into them, let them happen, and then direct the players right back to what we're doing, which right. is which is me like, okay, ah, you have flash, ah, here's how you do your exorcism. It's limited by your void ring. Right. Um, so if you only had two, you had to blow a void point to get an extra one. Uh, but you have three, so you're good. So at a TN of 25. Okay. And every good game has a Flash Gordon reference, I feel like. I yeah. think so, too. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I think, the core of the advice we're trying to give. <laughs> Always void point to get an extra 1K1. Right. Yeah, we'll do that next episode. We'll just cut in the movie Flash Gordon. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do our GM advice over the Flash Gordon movie. <laughs> that actually would be awesome. Right? Is this using one of my spell slots, or is this just no. an innate ability as a You, you normally have to do a sense to actually get it, oh, but because okay. you're already aware of gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Okay. So I will also spend a void point. A void point. So I give you an extra 1k1. So this is going to be a 6 keep 3 roll. Um, I was so hoping he would fail this roll. I'll tell you why after the roll's made. Self, focus. Uh, he will certainly advise his compatriots to stand back mm-hmm. in case something goes horribly wrong. Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> Saki. Oh, my Saki. Oh, my Saki. Redneck <laughs> samurai moments caught on film. It fell off as a re-roll. How oh, good it was worse. <laughs> nope. Can't get there. That will fail because that is only a seven is sixteen. Sixteen. Um, as you try and do it, you 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 hear another horrible screeching, and literally the jade statue bursts into pieces. Oh, good. And 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 you see the the, the green spirit that was inside shoot up towards the sky. Wrong one, Hida. And and then you see the dark one is sitting there, almost a little confused, and it looks to one side, and it looks to the other, and it sees its body, and it walks over to where the crab body is laying, and you see it sort of tug on the arm a couple times, and then it slowly disperses upward. It cannot be helped. But we did learn something valuable in that, and if he indeed crafted such a statue, it is a grave crime against the kami and against men. True. Even in one avenue of failure, information has been revealed that may set us on another path. 
Okay, so we did fill that role. We did fill that role, which is awesome. Um, because I was I was concerned about something. It, it's something James uh said in the dialogue actually last episode, which was he we we had the conversation about spell slots and how many times they could do the commune thing. It's like, oh, well, we can just do it again. And immediately went like, mm, it's really boring to go to the same well over and over again. So I was like, they've realized there's a well of information here that knows more and they can continually cast spells. I'm like, I've got to get rid of it at this point. So now in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, when the dream thing happens, it's going to come to life and shatter. Like, I'm just going to nix it then when when we get to tonight. Um, And then we decided to do the excising of it. I was like, ooh, this works because no matter what, it's gone. And it'd be nice if I could just shatter it. That way I don't have a, a piece of jade there. Um... So that was exactly my thought when he did the rolls. I go, okay, if, it, if he fails, I'll shatter. If it succeeds, he'll excise the dark part, and then the spirits will stop talking to him and all that, and it'll be fine. So I was I was kind of hoping, and then when he failed, again, we're reinforcing the mechanics are what's telling us the story here. It, it, it is, you know, the, the mechanics are fair. Caleb rolls, and he goes, up. Oh, I failed. Shat- the statue shatters. Makes perfect logical sense in everyone's mind for it. And it, it wonderfully tells into our story. The interesting thing, though, is, is the information that was gathered gathered from it shattering was not the information that I wanted you all to to grasp. I'm still trying to reinforce, because again, I know there's a big neon sign over Daigotsu. I'm still trying to reinforce that maybe he's not the evil one. It could be the crab. So we have a nameless, faceless crab, which the GM didn't pick up on, was was supposed to be someone's brother. <laughs> uh, but we have a nameless, faceless crab, and the dark spirit goes over. I do the accidental slip of, I go, he goes over to his body, I think is what I said, which is the GM doing an accidental, on-purpose slip of information. And he walks over and tugs at it to be like, come along. And this was supposed to reinforce the idea that okay it's connected specifically to this crab instead everyone went ah that's i go to Jin who clearly did this thing <laughs> um so it didn't reinforce what i wanted but i got to to verbally hear and understand from the players i'm like okay this reinforced a different thing than what i wanted i need to understand that for my dual stacking plot i believe our action now should be to go to the crab we have some suspicion cast by Haruma-san. And that may or may not be a true thing, but we can at least find jade amongst the crab. All may not be lost. Are the shards of the statue completely worthless at this point? They are still pieces of jade. They are sharp and prickly, um, as jade tends to splinter. But I just remembered what I did. Um, well, yes, I will did. certainly gather up what I'm able to safely recover okay. and put it in my pouch or pack. Small or pouch, sure. I'll look for a couple as well, particularly maybe something that could be used as an arrowhead. That idea, yes. Yeah, I Find did. something similarly or adequate for yeah. you. So we should return back the way we came? We could. There, We do have the option of speaking to a spider on our way back. Uh, there is some... I love that. You want you want to pick up a specific arrowhead, because I'm like, oh, he's got a plan. I don't know what insanity he wants to do. I don't want to dwell on this. Let it be a surprise. So they're daimyo. And it will be reported, whatever conversation we do have. So if we were to have one, we must choose our words carefully. But it is most certainly an option to be considered. Possibly some of the workers at the Temple Foundation? They might be more forthcoming with their words. But, again, any samurai could command them to recount the conversation. We'll remember that it was a samurai we saw working. Mm, indeed. I believe there is a way to talk around the issue. It might be more usual to have, to see a spider working, but 
it struck me as odd. Ahuruma-san, is it typical for spider samurai to do that much manual labor in a new construction? No, that was unusual. It could be the haste that they are trying to construct, and they may not have yet brought some of the common folk with them. The samurai only mm. were here, so it may be necessity more than anything. We may get some useful information, but we will be tipping our hand to a potentially dangerous enemy. We are surrounded by danger no matter what course of action we take. This is truth. If we can gain some bit of insight, that is worth the risk. Insight is worth many risks. So I say that we retrace our steps and attempt to speak with some of the samurai we saw working. Okay. And with that, you all make your way back across the river. Of course, the body of the Oni is still lying there, and you exit back out the way that you came through. Um, it is now, the, the sun is not set, but it is most certainly getting later on in the day at this point. Um, you might as well have just set up tea out there, I guess, in the little ritual field. But um, <laughs> I can see us having tea, tea, tea over this conversation. Tea ceremony is a, a very important part of it. It's actually a skill. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's very important. It, it recovers void points. It's really useful, actually. Um, but uh, as you exit back out, um, you, you head down the ravine. Again, it, it's not dark, but you probably only have a couple hours of sunlight left. Um, and as you come up on the scene, you, you see... Sort of what you saw before, again, spider samurai, uh, they're not wearing their armor, but they are clearly samurai, um, that are working, they're gathering supplies, they're moving stuff from here to there. Um, the, the one thing you notice is odd is that they do seem to see you all coming up. They don't really do anything about it, but they stop pretty regularly. Like, you'll just see them walking, carrying something, they'll set it down and just stop for 30 seconds a minute and then pick it up and continue. And this seems to repeatedly happen over and over and over again. More weird shit to try and make sense of. Yeah. It's like there's a whole world full of this. Is there a way I can roll investigate and... <laughs> sure. Yeah, see if there's like a pattern to it, if it's... Uh, that is going to be 24. Oh, well, uh, apparently, perhaps you've actually seen some of the monks of the dragon <laughs> practice this this similar thing, and, and it is clearly some sort of ritualized prayers that they are offering every time that they stop. Um, Good thing we investigated that. That would have been a stupid question. To ask <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, clearly slowing down the work, but they, uh, I mean, it, it, it is, it is pretty obvious to you. They are stopping almost on a dime every single time. And it's the entire group of them stop simultaneously. They all offer up prayers and then they continue. And this is me, as we talked about before, just sort of giving something of, like, I know, like, you all are going back to town. You've pretty much said that's the direction you're headed. That's where the next thing's going. And then someone's like, okay, we want to stop and talk to the spider. And me as the GM going, like, ah, there's nothing to get from them right now. Like, I don't need that, but you all wanted to do it. So, okay, let's 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 give a little bit more of the, the feeling and the trappings. Okay, this isn't a hastily built thing. This is a very ritualistically built thing, reinforcing the religious aspects and all that. I think we learned maybe a little bit more about the temple, too, during this as well. So, you're outside of speaking distance with them, but can clearly see them. Again, they're aware of you, but have not really done anything to address you one way or another. I'm trying to determine what we want to ask them without going too deep on this. Could we ask them something about the speed of their labor? I mean, we, we know they're praying as they're building a temple. That makes total sense to me. But we, to whom are they praying? 
Hagen Samurai says what? (laughs) (laughs) I think. I mean, we. we, I I mean, they're they're building a temple to someone specific. I don't remember wife. Shahai. They're building a temple to Shahai. So who's a mortal they view as a goddess? Yeah. I like so. I I feel the important information that we can get is whether the behavior of their daimyo has changed recently. It could always have been the same. Uh, it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky thing because you know obviously we don't want the daimyo to know that we're too deeply onto him, but we need if there's a chance that we can get a little bit more information off these people, it's good. It's just. I would like to ask. See, and they're still looking at that big neon sign saying evil. Did they gather it here, or was it perhaps a gift from someone else? Mm, fair enough. Who wants to do the talking? Is that going to be me? <laughs> You're the best at it. <laughs> okay. So I approach the I, I approach the spiders, and. I sit at a distance, making it clear that I wish to talk, but I am also not being so rude as to interrupt their labor and prayer. Um, so I do that. Okay. Uh, after a, a few moments, uh, they, they clearly sort of keep looking at you going, why are you here? Um, and continue about their thing. And, and then one of them finally sort of break ranks and walks over to you and, and, and gives a bow. He seems to look you over a couple of times and then his demeanor kind of changes mm-hmm. a little bit to, to a lot more inviting. Uh, and he actually offers a, a second deep bow to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he in- introduces himself as Daigotsu Roku. And I, I bow at a level. I have to laugh at the names I make up. Dang what he's doing. It's going to be Steve. I could have pronounced <laughs> Steve. Steve. The construction of the statue to the great Shahai. We certainly appreciate all of the dragon's efforts to what the spider have been doing. And indeed, I would like the dragons to continue to aid the spider in whatever way they can, which is why I am here. I am here to resolve this trifling argument over the river. I have a few questions, mostly formality, I assure you. Certainly. Uh, we... Let's see here. First of all, just questions about your daimyo. Obviously, he is a man of honor, and we must... I must be able to corroborate his honor. And he clearly has a an interesting hobby. In the land that I am from, samurai do take on crafts, and obviously crafting jade uh, takes clear precision and skill. Has he done this his entire life? Oh, yes, uh, Daigotsu Jin. It has been a hobby of his since childhood. He has always enjoyed the works of jade. It is, uh, I guess as he would say, artistic beauty, Mm. although... That is that is for men of his station to worry about. This is setting up for something interesting that'll happen later. You should ask him about it sometime. He does tend to go on at length about it. Indeed, I must. This statue, um, like gesturing over to the construction site, it will be grand when it is completed. Indeed, it will. A, a statue to our goddess, one that is devoid of these lands and needed to be reclaimed. Uh, as a matter of fact, this was the location where she gave birth to Daigotsu Gimpeki, Daigotsu's son, and who will be heir to our clan. Indeed, this spot or this region? This very spot. 
Okay, so that's not a true fact at all. <laughs> this is this plays into our uh, yes. Let's uh, let's ignore canon for an interesting story. Um, there's obviously no truth to, to, to this section of it, but uh, again, I'm, I'm reinforcing the concept because I got I got a little spooked as the GM that like okay, they they have this good plan of removing a rock to let a trickle go down and. I don't. I don't want that to happen because that's what's building my tension here towards the end. So I need to. I need to give more weight. And now suddenly it's like, oh, this is a site of religious importance that they don't care about anything else because this is the birth of their future clan leader. Well, now it's going to be a much more interesting thing. And we're also once again though giving very very solid information why the spider are going to want to hold this territory. Never let anything. Mechanics or canon get in the way of a good story. <laughs> Absolutely. My word. I am unfamiliar with the history of this area. That is fascinating. I have read the history of, of her journey and ascension, and it is most certainly a fascinating one. You must have been planning a statue of, of like this, a monument to her, for quite some time. When opportunity arises and we are instructed, we do as we are told. Blinking evil, evil, evil. <laughs> the seas parted and we did not have to barricade them ourselves to make a dam. Oh, of course, of course. Thus, we build our grand statue. Oh, indeed, indeed. You, you must, were you planning for another site originally before the opportunity arose? Solid question. The decisions of Daigotsu Jin. Deflection. Deflect it back to the characters you want to care about. The great goddess and and, and the birth of Genpeki. But uh, location was an issue, as we would say. Mm. An issue that I believe we have resolved. The the kami have certainly chosen a resolution. That's one way to say it. It was Jin himself who informed me that this is the work of kami. Then it must be the work of Kami. Indeed. Well, this is truly wonderful. Truly wonderful. I am so very pleased that the spiders are have found a home to honor their goddess in a way that truly befits her glory. When we open the statue, you will be of the first we invite to worship. I will be honored. Gentlemen, do we think we need to know anything else? Do you have flood insurance? <laughs> <laughs> This ridiculous image of, of the Kami, or Kami wanted it to be that way, and I, I had a Dragon Ball Z flashback of him sitting on that looking <laughs> and going, this is how I want the dam to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this is a really interesting uh, turn of events, because uh, what happened in this conversation is... I just told you all that Gotsujin did it. And, like, it's pretty... It, yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty much like, okay, this is one of his henchmen, and he's, like, twirling his mustache and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we did this thing. We're the ones who did it. Um, I, you know, that was pretty definitive, as definitive as any bit of information that was given during this game. That was almost as definitive as it gets. And now it's pretty solid, like, okay, it's the spider. It's Daigotsu Jin. They did it. But we're still doing a dual stacking plot, and we're still going the direction that I want to go on it. So what I have to do now is I have to I have to resort to some different tactics. Um, and this is intentional. We're, and what we're going to see over the next few scenes play out is 
Factual information is one side that you can give for for evidence. Um, the other side is what what you'd mentioned earlier, Michael, about playing to and playing against expectations. And we have expectations of what someone on the wrong side should be doing, and we have expectations about what the people on the right side should be doing. And when those don't mash up, what happens is our mind starts changing our opinion on who's right and who's wrong, even though the facts didn't change. And that's the next section that we're going to hit within this investigation is I'm going to start trying to prove to you all that it's not Daigotsu Jin, not through evidence of information, but through personality and character. And my flood insurance joke was awesome. And your flood insurance joke was fantastic. <laughs> this is it appears so cut and dry. I hate it. <laughs> right? I mean, all roads point to Gaetsu. Bingo. At this point, I don't really think that, uh, that there's really anything else to mm. plug into. Nothing else could be considered. Yeah. I thank him for his time. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he returns back to his work site. Yeah. <sighs> we must return to the crab and think of a strategy. This is, the situation is becoming more grave by the moment. So with that, you return back to town. Uh, night is just about falling. As you are entering into the town, you, you notice there's uh, quite a commotion going about. Samurai moving back and forth. Uh, a lot of uh, ribble-rabble. You see most often there's a lot of peasants running into hiding. Um, you just see them duck and cover and run, which often is a sign of combat is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get closer into town, you see in, in sort of the, the open square in front of where the, actually the sake bar was. I'm pretty sure you and I have talked about this. I don't know if it's got on the mics yet, but players will go where the interesting things are. Yes. And, uh, I know so many times I've had characters show up to a place with something happening because I want them to go to that thing. Or if I don't care, then they go to a place and nothing's happening. It's like, where do you want to go? I want to go to the tavern. I want to go to the blacksmith. I want to go to the shop. Fine. But if you show up and there's already something happening, everyone goes there. So you cut out a lot of, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? It's, here's the thing. Go to it. Uh, bingo. And and with this particular scene, of course, as... as uh... Uh, Haruma said he wanted to go back to the crab. Uh, this scene happens no matter where you all go. And that is, I, I, I believe in, in fluidity of location. Um, and that is, if the next thing you all want to do is like, okay, we need to go confront Daigotsu Jin for this, this exact same scene happens outside the spider encampment. You all wanted to go back to the crab, so it happens there. If you wanted to go back to the dam, it would have happened there. This scene happens no matter what. Uh, because this is the next important scene to happen in the story, because you all have definitively just hung Daigotsu Jin. We have finally established it after two and a half hours, after most of our way through it, we go, our villain is Daigotsu Jin. So I, as the GM, if I want you all to fight Daigotsu Jin, I allow that to continue, because that's the only logical thing that you all are going to do, because we're playing tabletop, and you have swords and character sheets that tell you about how you kill people that you think are evil. 
So I need something else to occur to to not allow that to transpire. So I make this scene happen. And from from a GM advice standpoint, I'm I'm really big on this. Your your scenes do not need to be location dependent. I honestly believe people should get away from the idea of again game however you want. Jim's advice is. Do not get focused on, okay, the next thing that would logically happen is in the Crabtown Square, this event would occur, and hopefully they go to the Crabtown Square. If the next logical thing that makes a good story is this scene occurs, well, whether it's at the tavern or whether it's at the town square, or whether it's at the spider encampment or whether it's at the dam is very immaterial to that. Don't make your own story worse just from some concept of logic of, yes, it would happen here because I'm deciding it would happen here. Here's the hint. You're making it all up anyway. You can choose where it happens. So the first thing that hit my mind when you were saying that was, well, as the DM, I could still manipulate things. So they decided to go see the spider. Well, surely some of the spider are going to be rushing toward the crab mm-hmm. square because they want to get involved. But then my immediate thought after that is, but as a player, I'm going to take that opportunity to sneak. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to follow. I'm going to be like, okay, great. I can go check out what's going on in this temple or this yep. tent while they're all gone doing this other thing or maybe you split the party it's like well we need to know what's going on i need to get inside that tent so you still may not get that the resolution you want even if you think that you can so there's no right no i mean exactly. I a sneaking scene would have been fine oh sure but uh yeah that was my first time well you could still no no they would, <laughs> they would be players <laughs> players would be players players will be players um there is a large number of, of crab samurai in full armor that have gathered and they've sort of circled up and are, are looking inward at something that you can't see from your position uh, because it's obscured from all of the bodies. All right. Um, well, because I am small, I might be able to fit through. Right oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cheerlead those players. <laughs> so you, you duck through, um, and, and there's a lot of pushing and shoving. You can see they're all trying to, to get a look and see what exactly is going on. Um, and once you get sort of towards the front, you see that they've got uh, two posts that they've hammered into the ground, and there are two separate um, – there, there, there's two individual spider samurai that they have tied to the post that are beaten and bloodied. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, yeah. Sitting on the ground because you see that their knees have been broken. Um, and there's a couple crab inquisitors that are standing above them shouting and riling up the crowd and the crowd is loving it at this stage. And the chant that seems to be going out is two of us, two of theirs. Etiquette time. (laughs) (laughs) Can they do this? Uh, no, I mean, this would be cold blooded murder. Great. Can I, with my experience with the crab and station, do the whole shoulder through the crowd and shout at them kind of certainly the uh shugenja the old shoulder through the crowd and shout at them boy (laughs) i have the gift to talk to the kami so there's always sort of extra credence given to shugenja and again because we want it to happen we don't make it roll we just let it happen in the moment with before seeing that because he just kind of at the outside of the Mm -hmm. crowd he he would certainly. I mean, we're all crab. We we tend right. to be kind of rough and tumble. So certainly, uh, yeah. He he would start to shoulder his way through, clear his throat overly loud. <laughs> and and as of course you get to the center, you you see the, the the section and sort of as you shove, you kind of get a lot of these little shove backs, and then they look and kind of see who you are. Again, you dress a certain way, and they're kind of like okay, and move out of your way to mm-hmm. to, to give you room. They assume you're of course important. 
Right. Um, and as you get to the front, you see the scene. You, we, we have little Haruma who's, who's, for some reason, appear peering between legs like he's a, a six-year-old kid <laughs> at a parade. Um, and although the parade is the horrific sight of two men who have been beaten and are tied to poles with inquisitors standing above them, one is actually holding what's called a tetsuba, which is Love a tetsuba. long wooden bat with iron barbs on either side of it, um, that they like to use for smashing things. Is he holding it like cocked back to he, he, swing he, at them? He's spinning it in the air. He he's clearly, ideally, it's probably been used on these prisoners, right. um, but he currently is using it to rile up the crowd. So he, th- these are hype men at this point. Uh yes, it's it's a, a, a lot of a lot of anger, a lot of jubilation at the moment. A combination of the two. I think in in his not anger, but definitely state of upset state of mind i think hita would would grab the the clubs from these two men and throw them on the ground Love and it. reprimand them old man haruma here for behaving so inappropriately and, and, and immediately you you grab them they hit the ground clank 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 because they're wooden um and, and everyone just goes and just holds their breath simultaneously because there's a shugenjin you see the inquisitor he turns around ready to strike and sees who you are and restrains his anger and he just looks at you two of us two of them such mentality is unbecoming of the clan i'll just stare him down i have heard tell of crabs a being of the utmost honor i would not want to be disappointed and at this point it seems like all three of you have kind of made through the crowd and and, and Mm -hmm. are standing in front what do you know of what they've done to us I know, of, and everyone sort of cheers at his words of of the injustice of the abominations that they have brought on our family for centuries, and everyone chants it back again. This is justice. I know that you have stood against those abominations. Every crab who has died at the hands of darkness is owed the honor of upholding what separates us from that darkness. And he picks the Tetsuba back up and points it at one of those. That is darkness. That is an abomination. That remains to be seen, and there are ways that are established, even within the crab, to handle it in a more appropriate manner. Each one of you knows that. Your Shugenja disapproves. If he disapproves, you know what is right and what is wrong. Every crab knows honor. And that is what I have been taught of your clan. And 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 he he feels the tongue lashing pretty hard, and and he's he's trying to find a way in his mind to to re-justify the actions, but he's clearly lost the crowd. You 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 see members sort of dispersing back a little bit. Um, okay. So this scene, so we have a lot of things going on uh, that are really really important to where we are in the story. To start with. You know, we we look at what the crab are doing. You know, we, we've established that there's tension, but we've not seen it in action yet. We needed to see action of this tension, and it is very apparent in this scene. It is a, hey, you took two of ours. It was referenced earlier that there's two crab missing. We took two of yours. We've tied them to posts. We've broke their legs. We are an angry mob right now that is like, you are evil. We are going to kill you. What happened right before this scene? Our three players went... The spider are evil. It is time for them to end. 
So what I have done is I have made a parallel here. I have made a parallel between an angry mob that is not acting in the way that heroes and good people should act, but that are ideologically in line with what the players are thinking. No new evidence has been added, but now suddenly the side that the players have chosen seems like they are doing things that are non-heroic which very subconsciously puts questions and doubts into minds. This is what I had referenced earlier, and there's going to be several more of these that are going to stack on. I'm now no longer using evidence. I'm using, I'm going to say cheap tricks, even though they're not cheap. I am using subconscious understanding of storytelling, subconscious understanding of, I mean, ultimately, who we like our friends, who we identify with, all of these things that come into play, I am using those to help tell the story, I am using those to help go, okay, I still want doubts in your mind. I'm not doing it with evidence now. Now I'm doing it with this weird subconscious assault on you. Uh, and that's the scene that we have. Additionally, we've been in a pretty pretty downslope. Like, it's been quiet. It's been investigative. We need energy. We now have a mob. We have an angry mob that wants to hurt people. We have a dramatic situation that needs to get resolved. And the players did a great job. They, they, they pushed in. They saw what was going on. They successfully successfully resolved the situation, they have won, quote-unquote, until we get to the second half of what this scene is. <laughs> yeah, again, we went from having a long stretch of time where it was just us interacting mostly with each other, a lot of questions, not a lot of answers necessarily, and now we introduce other NPCs, which changes the tone and the tenor of the game. You know, again, we're, we're, we're up energy, excitement, we're getting to do things, and in the moment, we're successful. And that makes us feel good. And and I want to emphasize that as a storytelling point, we, we talk about these up energy moments and these down energy moments. Both are very, very important. Um, this scene would not feel as high tempo, as high energy if we didn't have the low energy before it. It's very important, I think, to alternate these scenes. You want both. And that's why it's okay for I let some of those scenes with the investigation to drag on as long as they did. I, I want I want that lull a little bit. As long as it's still interesting and engaging and something's happening to serve the story, because then it makes these scenes much more punctual. This is one of those scenes that is very vivid in my mind of of, of the, the two the two spider tied the I, I see the pitchforks and torches because we're, we're at the the end of the night we've got the loud crab in the front and then you all just came in and tongue lash them and they're like no what is wrong with you all you clearly know it's wrong which they do know it's wrong but they were caught up in a state of emotionality to them so it's a very vivid powerful scene and it took everything before it to tie into this scene occurring and now we see how it progresses from here because it's not over and he, he, he looks them over and he drops the bat. He walks away. The crowd slowly starts to disperse. Um, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sorry. Yeah. We got caught up in the moment. Yeah. I know someone's going to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> well, as they kind of break up, the one thing that you do see is standing back a little ways but clearly up and present because he's on his high horse um phrasing uh uh yusuke fujito the old sick or not the old the very young sickly um crab who is the lord of this region has been perched on his horse watching what has happened and has remained silent and he watches as the samurai disperse and you see him sort of turn the horse slightly and start walking up the path to where there's another building, clearly his location where he lives. The, I don't know if I want to do a power play like that. The, the first That's thing. What this game's about. The first thing Hita would do as the crowd disperses, mm-hmm. he will go to each of the 
beaten um, spider mm-hmm. uh, and cut them free of their bonds. A- essentially kind of doing the feel medic, ch- field medic, check them over thing. Right. Uh, but he would carefully have a shard of the jade in his hand. Mm. And maybe as he is checking them over for their wounds, make sure it touches their raw flesh. And as you do that and check it, you touch it twice and don't see any singeing from it. To either of them. Either. Cool. I'm going to do that dumb power play at the same time <laughs> while he's doing this. So, uh, nonsensically, I have horsemanship as a skill. Uh, there are no horses in my region, uh, so I don't know how I got this skill. There's no tuna in your region either, but, but I damn sure know good joke. that uh, that uh, there is a way to command horses uh, with a certain frequency of whistle, and I am going to whistle to stop this horse. Absolutely. How you many are. raises do I need to do? I'll I'll tell you what. You just want it to stop? Yeah. You don't have to make any raises. We'll roll the die and see how well we do. All right. I rolled two ones, and I don't have a focus in it, right? You do not. Because I don't have anything. Unless you had horse whistling as a focus. No, I did not have horse whistling. If you had horse whistling as a focus, you'd get to re-roll that. It would have been an odd choice, but (laughs) obviously present circumstance. That's an 11. Okay, eleven. Um, no, it, it's enough. You, you you do the whistle, and and you you see it sort of start to stutter and stop, like it doesn't know what to do. And he's fumbling with the reins. And more than anything, you notice that um, from your horsemanship, not even so much of your expert skill at stopping it, that he doesn't really have a good idea of how to ride a horse. Um, so it, it, it stops and stutters, and he comes out of the seat, and he's grabbing onto the neck of this thing to keep from falling on the ground because it suddenly stopped. And he kind of slowly backs off of it and perches himself back on the seat. Is he injured or tired? The not sure. Leave those questions open. Maybe just clumsy. Maybe just bad at horses. Hidasan, check him over. What is, is the meaning of this? You. It, is he still stumbling at this point? He stayed on the horse. He just stumbled forward onto its neck and then got himself back in the saddle. What is the meaning of a daimyo throwing out the law? Crabs have law, very little of it, but what little is left is most important. It is true the spider do not follow Bushido, but the last I heard the crab did. Come, we will. That's a good line. Indeed. With that, he beckoned you all to follow him. I will make sure that I am walking near the horse, again, carefully, not necessarily concealing, but not making it obvious what I am holding in my hand. Mm -hmm. So concealing. (laughs) Concealing without the honor loss. (laughs) I guess crabs crabs touch each other. Crabs are a little touchy-feeling. A little touchy-feeling. You you all in the unicorn, you weird people. Yeah, not, um, not in a sense of "oh, let me help you," but in a sense of "you are my superior; I lend you my hand," kind of thing. If that's gels, oh yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, normally that is something that would be done as a, his direct servant would do that. Um, but it's actually a very, very humbling and polite position to offer that kind of assistance. Oh, good. Um, so great. <laughs> <laughs> with that, you all walk up the path up to uh, his his house uh, within the establishment, and when it's time to get off the horse, he does the. Okay, how do I get off the horse thing? Um, and he does it. Like, We're settling a three stooges bit. At this point, you 
<laughs> Joy buzzer. Stick him and run. No, I, I would be. This is a big horse, bigger than me, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's, war horse, right? It, it, it's a full sized horse, okay. which are very uncommon in Rokugan. Right. We just have little pony. I really thought I was going to say 17 hand because I grew up on a horse farm. Uh, <laughs> I, I Animals would, can be grown. It's a demon yeah. horse. Um, no, I would, I would simply be standing there maybe to, maybe to lend a hand, like to help him balance down. And as he steps down, I would bring the, my other hand over to his shoulder or something, and that's where I have the okay. piece of Okay, um, and he has that balance. Um, you know, he, he, he appreciates the offer, and, and when you set your other hand there, all of a sudden he goes, Ow! And you see a slight sizzling. Please, come this way. Okay! okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now the good guy... Tainted. Yeah. So what? What? What did just we, we? We ten minutes ago. We 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 had. We were ready to to go and slay Daigotsu Jin because he has flashing evil sign over his head. And in ten minutes, we we showed up to camp. We found out that the people that ally with us and our current thoughts are these vicious psychopaths that grabbed two innocent men and broke their legs. Uh, the person that's leading them, who we would ultimately be ruling in favor of, is incompetent he's incapable of riding a horse for one you know he obviously has this inflated ego of himself that he's up there on the horse but he can't control his men he doesn't know what he's doing and we just confirm that he is in fact tainted now where does that put us mentally because now it's a oh this i can't root for this side because if i rule in favor of this side I'm letting this weak, fumble child who's tainted win when he can't control his own soldiers. What do I do? Well, I know what I did. (laughs) Uh, And I think that for me, uh, again, trying to remember the game and and what happened in it, uh, my mindset, from what I recall, I I don't think I ever wavered that Daigotsu was the bad guy. I was angry that my side allowed it to happen. Yeah. That this weak person, because if he had been a strong leader, never would have been an issue. Never would have been an and issue. And so I became angry towards my daimyo, or I should say, I don't know, I guess it is my daimyo, right? More or less. Theoretically. Yeah. Um, that that he allowed this to happen. So I don't know if it happens in this episode or the next one, but I basically tell him, you should kill yourself so that someone else could actually take over and do a good job. Oh, that's a great scene when it happens, too. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's exactly what it is, because if we, if we flash all the way back to the beginning, our dual stacking plot is you are going to make a choice that is going to favor either Yasuki Fujito or Daigotsu Jin. That's what you're here to do. It's what the whole plot is based around. So everything that we do is just trying to give evidence for or against to try and make this an equal choice. Because if it's an equal choice, it's really hard to make. So that's all we're trying to do with this as we build up each level. And we can do it with factual-based evidence like he's tainted. Or we can do it with personal-based information like he's incapable of actually ruling. So if we do this, like, are we really making the place better? Because ultimately... Like, I've actually heard a lot of people say, like, all all players are secretly villains because they're murder hobos and they go around and kill things. And I actually don't believe that. I I believe most people are intrinsically good. And once they've established and accepted that this is a world with people and consequences, you all don't want to leave this little region in a worse place than what it is currently. You want to leave it in a better place. The only reason you're not going and killing Daigotsu Jin right now, aside from fear of how powerful he is, um, is, is the fact of, 
is that going to leave this region in a worse place because then we're leaving this guy in charge? As you, you've foreshadowed, we'll say foreshadowed, what what, what uh, you particularly do on it, Haruma, is you try and resolve both issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, which is not necessarily an unlegitimate uh, way to go with it. But it does put us in a very interesting state right now of you've got the information, you've made the decision, but now what do we do? How do we end up? How do we make a good ending out of what is now realizing just a total cluster? Yeah. And I think that plays in heavily to how the ultimate decision is made. Like the outcome is, is not a perfect outcome. Right. Exactly. But now I also have this thought in the back of my head of, again, where we're going from this is, okay, I've done this thing now. I've given you this information, but I still need the duel to happen. And I still need Morimoto to fight for this guy, this Yasuki, this weak mm-hmm. leader. And Haruma, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty hook, line, sinker. He's not on board with him, yeah. uh, which is fine. Uh, and that's, that's where we go. So I have to, these are the next pieces and some of the last pieces that have to fall in line to make this duel happen. Of course. With that, I thumb out my. my <laughs> I roll composure to not give it away. <laughs> Etiquette roll. Yeah. With, with with that, you all. He he slides the rice paper wall, of course, and you enter the house. Um, it is quite a bit more lavish than the other locations, as you would expect. My for a local question: Lord. Normally, when we go to a daimyo's place, are weapons taken away? Normally, uh, whenever you enter into a polite building there is uh weapon racks that are at the entrance that is established the polite thing is to set them on there although you are technically allowed to keep your wakazashi if you would so desire that is the soul of the samurai i do i certainly do (laughs) i wonder why the dragon picked that as their off weapon Mm, it's a pretty good pick (laughs) pretty good pick so with that, he, he he sits down. Um, of course, there's the kneeling pads for everyone to mm-hmm. to sit and normally talk, and he kind of kneels, and then you see that he can't get comfortable, and he actually sits on his bottom in a very uncouth way. Oh, so bad, right? What has been the results <coughs> of your investigation? Gotta commit as a GM. Going. New things are coming to light all the time. <laughs> what should have been a simple matter is more complex. There are many secrets that the spiders keep, and I say it in a way... I love how you all are showing open disdain at this point. Yeah. He, uh, he, well, he messed up our plan. Right. We had a plan. He messed it up. He's had a, a, a long day out, um, maybe a long couple days out. I was thinking that this matter would be relatively simple and that we would have it resolved and that you all would handle Daigotsu Jin. Are we on that path? We are most certainly on this, on a path to resolving this. Because my concern is you've seen how these crab warriors act. And just no matter what I tell them, when they get something in their mind, they want to shed blood. If they would have spilled the blood of those two spiders, we would have open war on our hands. Yes. What were those spiders discovered doing? <sighs> And you can see he's almost a little embarrassed to answer, but the two crab samurai that I told you that went missing a few days ago, some of the crab soldiers believed that they were taken by the spider. So they took two of theirs. 
and despite my efforts to calm them, you saw the result. I am a failure. As ashamed as I am to say, you all have done better a job at calming my men than I have. He turns and coughs again. <coughs> we hope to resolve this dispute soon, but have no guarantees to that. Perhaps you could make an offering to the spider to calm tensions in the meantime. <sighs> I would just like this issue to be resolved. And while I understand you stand on both sides of this, this is a clear black and white issue. A couple interesting things here. Uh, one, I've, I've started going the direction you're going to see it through there of he very much humbled himself in front of you all. He is very weak. He, he admitted you all did a better job than he did. Um, which is, is going somewhere in the direction. And if you're not cold hired Michael Ross, it works for most people. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does not gather sympathy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he, he, you know, it, it, it's like really easy when it's like, okay, he's villainous. He doesn't know what he's doing and he's incompetent and all of that. And you can continue to kick him until he's really on the ground and looking up at you, looking like a sad puppy. And then it becomes really hard to continue to kick him. Uh, so you, again, unless you're Michael Ross, uh, <laughs> you can kick puppies all day long. That's Right. Uh, so that's one half of it. And then there was a little tiny thing that happened here, which is Harumi, your character, was sort of like you encouraged him to like, hey, you need to go talk to the spider and handle this. And I immediately nixed that. Don't let your players make the GM solve the own problem. Uh, <laughs> yes, is that probably the thing that should happen? Sure. But it is this is your story to resolve. So he quickly goes, no, 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 no. You all got to handle this shit. Uh, I'm incapable. Whatever. Doesn't matter. You all have to handle it. I'm not going to resolve everything again. Again, technically someone in his power, you know, could do this. You suggesting it is the logical thing to do, but from a game standpoint, it's your story and we have to keep you all resolving the story, not NPCs resolving NPC problems. All right. Well, we're almost to the end of the scene. Let's see how oh, yes. it ends. It was our land. It is still our land, no matter what the river actually did. How is this not clear at this point? What further complications can there be? The results of our decision will be abided, is, is what is to be expected. However, from the climate that I, a foreigner, have taken in, I can clearly see that that will not be the result. Are you giving this land to the spider? Huh. You misread me, sir. No matter whom the land is given to, there will be bloodshed. You know this. Look at you and your state. Could you defend your land? I do not need another walking to me and insulting me in my own house. He, he kind of puffs out his chest, although there's no muscle there to show. I have been instructed of the crab's bravery, and I appreciate your bravery, but I also know you are more than a samurai. You are responsible for these people. And, and, and you see that really sits at home with him. That's the, 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 the key to his existence. He's very in tune to his people and it, connection from NPC to player. I'm suckering to motto in for what's coming. It's all sense of face, all sense of composure. Um, and, and he's just looking at you like you're, you're right. And, and, and nothing could hurt him more. But you're right. That is why I am here. That is my station. I am here to act as a strong arm, and these men are here to act as a strong arm. 
this issue is complex, not because of what is right, but because of how to implement what is right. There's nothing that needs to be implemented in what is right. If we just established the land as crab territory as it was, my men understand and appreciate what we have done to defend our territory. But if we do not My do men it. will actually respect the results of what I have done as their leader. But if the investigation is done thoroughly, then both sides are more likely to agree to it. If we did a cursory investigation and then decided to either side, the other would feel slighted. There, There is, is no agreement. The reality is we know that open conflict between a major clan and a minor clan has been prohibited for centuries. Therefore, we cannot push them off our land. However, if a third party acknowledges that it is proper our land and they will not commit to what needs to be done, we can move the proper force against them. We can reestablish order and we can end tensions. May there be bloodshed? Perhaps. But only the samurai who are disobeying the law will have bloodshed. If you were to rule the other direction and tell the crab that they have to give up more of their land, there will be bloodshed all around. But with respect, Oiko has declared the spider a major clan. They are no longer... No, oh, sorry. They have that. that happens in the future, but oh, that's not yeah. happening now. Yep. Cut. They, they, are a minor, they, they are a minor clan. Damn Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is true. You know what the spider are capable of. Your people have even fought beside them. At this point, in meeting with them, I believe there is a better way, but I am most concerned about you. This could come to a duel. Sure could. Sure could. I have. And you know what the results of that duel would be as I see them. Well, that may be true as you see them in Dragonlands. The rest of Rokugan permits a willing Yojimbo to duel on someone's behalf. Only in the sense of one person admitting they cannot duel. Do you see a katana on my wall? This may be part of why the you have such difficulty controlling your soldiers. Admitting that could be disastrous for your position. But, and, and you see him get excited, if a strong duelist were to come to my side and assist me, then a they gift would... from the heavens have descended from the higher mountains to assist in reclaiming this. That, that is what you have come here to tell me. This is the first good news and strength I've had in months. <laughs> I appreciate and accept your kind offer, Morimoto. Okay. <laughs> I did. This was dirty pull. This yeah, was... That, that was manipulative as... Yes, it was. Um, so, obviously what happened, as we said... So, so D'Amato walked up to the edge, and you just pushed, pushed it right off. Yep. <laughs> I absolutely did. Because uh, you notice, I did not ask him. I didn't ask him in character. I didn't ask him in person. It was a... Th th this was a dirty, dirty trick. Um, but it... it it, it is an appropriate dirty trick, and that is 
again, I'm wanting to set up this duel, and I know he's on the fence about it. He's not against it because, again, there's a big flashing neon evil sign that says Taikotsu's evil. Well, and, and to be fair, he's a duelist. He probably – he's not with us. Yeah. I'm sure in his mind he thought – this is going to come down to a duel at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's a duelist. He he has a hammer and he's looking for nails. His hammer is dueling. Nails or whatever problems show up in front of him. I handle my problems by dueling. It's what I do. So he's looking at that, and by saying yes, then he is getting to fight Daigotsu Jin, which is an interesting thing to occur. So there's the weight on that, but at the same time, we've built this dual stacking plot, and it becomes like a, yeah, but that means I'm fighting for this guy who's tainted, which we haven't addressed yet, uh, and all of these other things. So I'm sitting here torn in my mind, and now we are we are solidly about to go into, into Act 3. We're technically at the end of Act 2. Uh, it's time for decisions to be made. So the dirty pull of this is I go, I know exactly where his mental state's at, and it's exactly where I want it to be. So all that entire conversation, what I was doing, I was waiting for the opportunity where it sounds like he's going to, in any small way, shape, or form, say he's going to help Yasuki. And as soon as he says that he's going to help Yasuki, or anything he said could be even interpreted that way, <laughs> Yasuki's going to jump on this and be like, yes, that's what's happening here. Oh, this is great. You're right. I am weak. You're strong. You're going to duel for me, and it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I accept. <laughs> and then suddenly it's the, oh, crap, because... I can't come back from that point because to come back from that point would mean to go essentially saying I'm aligning with Daigotsu in some way. We've accepted how formal everything is, and one of the de facto leaders just told you, hey, you're doing this thing, which is your idea, kind of? <laughs> it's awesome, and I love it. And it was hook, line, and sinker, and I've got half of my duel now in place with the stakes behind it. Uh, I really liked how that, that scene went out. And, of course, D'Amato's reaction is is a wonderful payoff to it. Well, and, and again, I don't know how much of this was planned out, thought out, or happenstance. But because James didn't just say, okay, I'll do it, his character was committed. But James himself was not. Right. And we will see later this comes to a moment where we're still trying to find another way which is when Michael Michael <laughs> does Michael injects himself into a scene where he is not needed. <laughs> you need uh, to print that shirt. I, it is going to happen. Uh, and, I, and I believe this is actually, I think, because I think episode four starts with a little bit more here. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But, I, but I'm pretty sure that that is when we then went to dinner because we took a break and had dinner in the middle of this game at some point. We, we had, and, and we'll actually talk about this because there's a GM skill to it, so we'll, we'll prelude, we'll, we will for, foreshadow to advice, um, sure. I guess, uh, and that is, I, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, essentially the scene that we're currently in, there's a, another little bit to it, which is going to be in the next episode, and then there's something that happens right outside of this house, which I won't ruin what that is because it's, it's one of the big pivotal moments. But there is another confrontation that occurs outside of the house. And then I think after that conversation is when we cut. Uh, or I should say that's when we cut for the night. Because what happens actually in this is we recorded most of all of this the first night. And then we realized there was still a lot to go. A lot to go. So we decided to take a break end it for that night. The next day was the small convention that Will Highmarch was putting on. We did that whole convention and then we reconvened that evening to do the last, uh, I think, hour on podcast time of of the recording for it. I think that break happened in between the dramatic scene that comes after this and the rest of the story. Because for me, and again, we'll foreshadow, 
the, the decision that I make, which does become pretty pivotal. Yes. I don't know I would have made it if we would have kept playing. Right. I had a lot of time to think about everything and where I stood as a character and where I thought things were going. And and it worked out well. Like, it wasn't just Michael. I don't want, I don't want to say that because the way other things were happening. But I had I'd formulated some thoughts about what I might do. And it, there was a perfect moment for me to go, well, like, one of the things I thought about was just opened up in front of me and I had to take it. I don't know that it would have been... I don't know that I would have done that if we would have just finished. I don't know. I don't know if that's advice or not because you. Can't, I don't know. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, but but it it played heavily into what happens because I had so much time to reflect on it before that decision had to be made. Right. So so that's uh yeah that's end of episode three slash episode five <laughs> six what what are we doing uh, one two three four this will be episode five because we got through the whole episode okay so this is will not be cut in half so this is our episode five. The end of episode three of the original series, all we have left is uh, episode four, which I believe is pretty long. So I imagine we're going to cut that one into two on our side. So it looks like this series will end up being seven episodes. I don't think we touched on it at the end of last episode, so we'll hear again. Our plan is once all of these are recorded, we're going to go ahead and release them. But we want to take questions. So if you are out there listening and you have something that you would like to add in, a question you would like to ask, you can, honestly, you can even frame the question to Caleb or James. I'll see if I can get them to answer oh. if possible. But we're going to do a live Q&A probably on Twitch. We'll also record it. It'll also come out. But if there's something we didn't touch on that you thought we should have or you want us to further expound on something or, or whatever, if you just have some comments or questions that you would like to make in regards to the original episodes and or this series of recap and review episodes, let us know because we want to do a full episode on those. And then we're going to turn around and at some point in the future, we're going to do the same exact thing with part two, the five episodes that aired on the RPG Academy Network, where built directly off of how this game ends. Yeah. So with that, Jim, any final words? Where's, where's your mind at? Where, where's the mind? And, and this is really interesting because at this point I go, I have, I am getting the ending that I have planned for a good half of it now. I, I go, we, we are getting uh, the duel of Mirimoto fighting for Yasuki against Haruma fighting for Daigotsu. I go, everything's locked into place other than the next couple scenes I have to do to get Haruma locked into place, which is exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, once those are locked in, we get to our finale. We've built to everything that we want. And GM Jim at this point is perfectly satisfied that we're there. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that is not what happens. <laughs> it is absolutely not how it occurs. So close. <laughs> awesome well thank you to everyone who has been listening so far from my standpoint i think this is going very well i'm very excited i hope anyone listening would agree uh but we're not done yet we so. got oh we got we, the, the biggest scenes are still to come yeah, yeah absolutely like my three favorite moments are still to come i think Ooh, yeah okay. yeah okay flash was one of my favorites. flash was <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. No, flash was was great but from from a dramatic sense there's there's three particular points that uh, are still to come that uh yes 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 right. yes well we will get there soon and for anyone listening it's probably already done by the time you're hearing this so <laughs> it's like it's the future right all right so this has been michael this has been jim and we will see you next time Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. 
We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.